Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, friends. Ed, welcome back to the Bill Press Pod. And today, our look at the Democratic Convention, uh, night number three. You know, I got to tell you, it's hard to believe, but every night gets better and better. And last night, Wednesday night, I thought was a real tour de force, especially showcasing so many powerful Democratic women, Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren, Hilda Solis, Hillary Clinton, Gabby Giffords in such a moving, emotional speech. Boy, what a tremendous person uh, and fighting for such a great cause. And that's the other thing I thought about Wednesday night is once again, they hit on important issues, issues important to every American family, to gun violence, to racial justice, to immigration, very powerful stuff on immigration. I thought uh, with some of the people they talked to, uh, the families who've been so badly impacted by Donald Trump's policies and actions, uh, and of course, on climate change. Uh, I also thought, uh, have you noticed that each of the first three nights of the Democratic Convention uh, culminated in, ended up in, led up to a very powerful speech by an amazing woman, Michelle Obama on Monday night, Joe Biden on Tuesday night, and then last night, Kamala Harris, next vice president of the United States, please God, and boy, I thought she hit it uh, out of the park. Remember, for most Americans, this was her first look at Kamala Harris. We political junkies, particularly those of us from California, know her well. But most Americans had never seen her before, and boy, I thought she really, really delivered. Americans saw in Kamala Harris, first of all, uh, a burst of history, the very first woman of color ever to be nominated to a national political ticket. Accepting that nomination, they saw a, for sure uh, a burst of energy, somebody who was literally just brimming with energy to bring to this uh, campaign. Uh, her enthusiasm, I thought, was contagious. Her knowledge of the issues, her commitment to the issues, um, the sincerity uh, that she brought to the campaign, and just, just pure, I think, political talent. I mean, the fact no doubt, watching her last night, that she's the right pick for Joe Biden. She's the right pick for the party. She's the right pick for the country. And she will bring all the skills that she's got as a great campaigner, uh, I think a great vice president. And I believe watching her, you had no doubt that were it ever necessary, um, she could step up to the job of president of the United States. Uh, but of course, Without taking anything away from Kamala Harris, uh, the highlight of the evening was hearing from former President Barack Obama, who certainly, <laughs> to say the least, did not disappoint, giving one of his most powerful and one of his best speeches ever, I believe. So 
But just a personal note here. Uh, I write a column once a week for the Tribune Media Services, syndicated around the country. I had already written my column for this week about vote by mail, absentee ballots, uh, why Trump is just full of shit when he says that it uh, leads to massive voter fraud or whatever, and we'd have to maybe redo the election and all of that stuff. I just wanted to knock that down once and for all. But after hearing Barack Obama last night, I ripped up that column and started out this morning and wrote a whole new one, which uh, I'd like to read you right now. The title is Barack and Michelle Unchained. Yes, it's been a frustrating four years. Ever since Donald Trump took office, every time he did something outrageous, we yearn for some reaction from our former commander-in-chief. When Trump dropped out of the Paris Accords, trashed the Iran nuclear deal, locked up kids in cages, praised white supremacists in Charleston, or sicked the military against peaceful protesters on La in Lafayette Park, we prayed for a strong rebuke from the sage of Calorama. But you know what? There was only silence. Respecting the tradition of former presidents to withdraw from the political arena, remain on the sidelines, and leave their successor to succeed or fail on his own, Barack Obama resisted the pressure to comment or to condemn. Trump, meanwhile, went out of his way to destroy everything Obama had accomplished, including DACA, the Affordable Care Act, and new car fuel efficiency standards. But still, there was only silence. Until now. Former President Barack Obama and former First Lady Michelle Obama bit their tongues. They let their anger and their outrage build up. They waited until the right time and the right opportunity to speak out. And when they finally did, <laughs> Katie bar the door, they came out swinging. America's never seen anything like it. Up first, speaking from her home on Martha's Vineyard, Michelle Obama flayed Trump alive by name. No pussyfooting around. She's one of a handful of people who've observed firsthand the role of president, she reminded us. And after four years, it's clear that Trump is not up to the job. Quote, let me be honest and clear as I possibly can, she said with passion. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. She continued, quote, he is clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. And then she urged Americans to turn out and vote in such overwhelming numbers against Donald Trump that no matter how hard he tries, there's no way he could dispute the results of the election. <laughs> yeah, you must admit, for a woman who says she hates politics, Michelle Obama's pretty damn good at it. Immediately after her speech to the DNC, in fact, one wag on Twitter mused that he'd hate to be Barack Obama's speechwriter, having to come up with a more powerful speech than she did. But you know what? No doubt inspired by her, Barack Obama did. To underscore what's on the line in this election, Obama traveled to the Museum of the American Revolution in Philadelphia and made a speech like no former president has ever made before. Again, directly, by name, blasting Donald Trump. With words of the Constitution etched on the wall behind him, 
Obama argued that the Constitution has guided us for 233 years now, but Donald Trump is trying to tear it down and must be stopped. Obama stressed that this is probably the most important election ever because the very core of our democracy is at stake. Quote, this administration has shown it will tear our democracy down if that's what it takes to win, Obama warned. And then in a rare show of emotion for him, Obama pleaded with voters, quote, again, do not let them take away your power. Do not let them take away your democracy. Like his wife before him, Obama also noted that we've given Trump more than enough time. In his most scathing comments about the Trump presidency, Obama charged, quote, for close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work, no interest in finding common ground, no interest in using the awesome power of his office to help anyone but himself and his friends, no interest in treating the presidency as anything but one more reality show that he can use to get the attention he craves. <laughs> Ouch. Of course, Barack and Michelle Obama not only trashed Donald Trump, they also poured effusive praise on Joe Biden, who worked alongside of them in the White House for eight years and delivered on so many important issues. But it wasn't Biden's list of accomplishments they praised. Instead, they underscore what's become the core message of this Democratic National Convention. It's not complicated. It has nothing to do with detailed policy papers. It just boils down to this simple argument, which, by the way, on the podcast, you've heard me say before, Joe Biden's a good man. Joe Biden has character Joe Biden cares about you. And Donald Trump, he's none of the above. Donald Trump's not a good man. Donald Trump has no character. Donald Trump doesn't give a bleep about anybody but himself. And that kind of sums up the entire campaign. So vote and vote early. Yeah, that's my take on night number three. We'll be back tomorrow with our roundtable, our reporters' roundtable, to take a look at the entire week of the Democratic National Convention and any other items that might be in the news, including the arrest and indictment of Steve Bannon. Uh, what good news that is. Another Trumper uh, in trouble with the law. It's hard to keep count of how many have been arrested or in prison or pardoned so far. Uh, and now I'm going to come back and just remind you of one other thing, too, which is it's so important to vote. We can't let that slip this year. So please, if you haven't already uh, signed up or requested an absentee ballot, if you don't automatically get one in your state, ask for an absentee ballot, fill it out right away and get it in early so it's sure to count. We must, we must, we must, as Michelle Obama reminded us, get out and vote early in such great numbers that we just overwhelm Donald Trump and get rid of Donald Trump and Trumpism once and for all. With that, thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow on the Roundtable on the Bill Press Pod. <laughs>